hello and welcome into another episode of the Main Street Preps Podcast. I'm your host, Russell Venozzi, and I'm excited to bring you today's show. We talked to a coach well-versed in the Middle Tennessee high school football scene. That's Will Hester, who just returned to Ravenwood last Friday to take over as head coach. He led the Raptors to a 38-4 record from 2013 to 2015 and won the Class 6A title over Maryville in 2015. Since then, he's had stops at Nolansville and Florence High School in Alabama, but now he's coming home to be closer to family. Here's the full interview with Coach Hester. We are joined now by new and old Ravenwood football coach Will Hester. Coach, welcome back to Middle Tennessee. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Excited to be back. And this is quite literally a homecoming for you. You coached at Ravenwood from 2013 to 2015. I understand your parents live very close to the school, too. Uh, why did you feel like this would be a good move for you to come back? Uh, you know, to be perfectly honest, you know, with everything going on in our world today from a pandemic to all those kinds of things, it, you know, it's very clear that time with family and time together, you know, is is fleeting if it makes you, uh, you know, understand that and, uh, you know, and being close to my parents is a big deal and then being able to do it at a place that I've been at before and have had some success, you know, to me it was a no-brainer. Yeah, it's interesting you mentioned the, the family decision there. Of course, I think a lot of people's perspectives have changed during this, this whole crazy year of 2020, and um, you're taking over for Matt Daniels, who's making a similar decision uh, in a little different way, stepping away to spend more time with his family. So I guess you must be pretty understanding of that, just also wanting to be closer to family, right? Absolutely. You know, Matt and I have, have, have been uh, close over the years and uh, never really worked together, but, you know, our paths have crossed and we had a, a lot of things in common that you know, we would bounce ideas off of each other. And uh, so Matt and I were close and, uh, you know, his decision you know, definitely played a factor uh, into my opportunity to come back there and, and, and take over something that he's done very well building. And so you graduated from Brentwood High School before Ravenwood opened, and uh, absolutely would have would have had to have attended Ravenwood would have been zoned to Ravenwood uh, had uh, it existed when I was in school in the nineties. And so you used to actually hunt in the field where Ravenwood is now. What can you tell us about that? I mean, it was pretty cool. You know, so uh, as a little kid, you know, in my early teen years, uh, that was a farm there, and uh, you know, there was railroad tracks separated the the neighborhood I grew up in uh, from the from the, the ground that is Ravenwood High School now. It was just a kind of an, an open field. There was some wooded stuff, and you know, me and my buddies used to take our BB guns up there and, <laughs> and uh, shoot at rabbits and stuff like that. Your coaching journey has taken several turns over these last five years. You were at Ravenwood, then Nolansville, then Florence High School most recently in Alabama, and now back to Ravenwood. That's that's quite a lot of moving. Are you are you ready to stay put for a little while? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, so I've got uh, 19 years toward retirement in the state of uh, of Tennessee. Uh, 30 being that that watermark there, and uh, I can foresee myself being being there for those 11 years, given the opportunity. So. And you mentioned kind of how family played a big big role in wanting to come back and everything. And um, how exactly did did this come about? Your return to Ravenwood. Coach Daniel's resignation and your hiring were announced at the same time. So was this something that had been in the works for a little while? Uh, not really. It really kind of happened kind of fast. So my family made the decision that we were going to come back that way. Uh, and then, you know, you, you make phone calls and try to see what's out there and things of that nature. And, you know, we talked to Matt and, uh, you know, he was, you know, wrestling with some of the same things that I was. And, you know, and we kind of made the decision at the same time and it just worked out for both of us. 
I know Coach Daniels took over, I guess, a year after you left and was able to continue a lot of that same success at Ravenwood. Went 40-13 and 13 in, in four seasons, uh, including a run to last year's Class 6A championship game. How, how can you build on that and continue kind of that tradition of winning at Ravenwood? Yeah, I mean, you know, calling a spade a spade, Ravenwood High School's had success almost in, in spite of the coach at times, if you know what I mean. And, uh, you know, whether – whether it was Brian Rector when the school first opened and Jack Daniels before him building the program and being the first athletic director. Uh, and then, you know, I, I came in a few years later after Brian had left and gone to the college game and uh, at, at Western Kentucky there. And, uh, you know, we were able to build off of the success that Brian started in the, in the early 2000s with the beginning of the school and, and then to see the things that matched up with the program over the last three years. You know, uh, they've continued the, the winning ways and, and hopefully we can – and continue to build off what those guys have been doing. In Florence High School in Alabama, your most recent stop, they play in Class 7A. That's the, the biggest uh, brand of football there in the state. And I was looking at the list of other teams in, in Class 7A. It includes a number of powerhouse programs, kind of a who's who of football in Alabama and even the Southeast. What did you learn from your time there, and, and how can that help you now at Ravenwood? Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, anytime you get to compete against the best of the best, it's going to make you better and, and allow you – other opportunities and uh you know we felt like and so i was here for the transition from florence high school from uh, a lower classification up into the 7a ranks uh you know my first two years here uh, were the first two years of schools in 7a and we were blessed enough to earn our way into the playoffs those years and and then advance to the state quarterfinals in our second year and then unfortunately with you know the issues with covid this year we were only able to play six games uh we lost four games due to covid a couple because of an outbreak at our school and a couple because of outbreaks at other schools and unfortunately uh, because of those outbreaks and because of our only getting to play six games we were unable to earn our way into the playoffs this season but you know Florence is a very special place uh, you know a place that you know has traditionally you know been very supportive of football with the University of North Alabama here uh, in our town and uh, you know I mean so it was a place that we felt like that uh you know, could be successful for a long time, but, you know, everybody's constantly evaluating, you know, their status and what's important to them. And, and quite frankly, you know, the family piece for me being several hours away from my parents who are, are getting older and, and my sister and brother-in-law and her family living there also in the Brentwood area. Uh, you know, we felt like it was best for, for my family, the four people that live under my roof uh, to get back home. And you won a state championship at Ravenwood your last season there in 2015. What do you remember about that run, and um, and how, how can you use some of those lessons, I guess, to try to re- replicate it again and, and take Ravenwood back to Cookville? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. So, uh, you know, we were blessed enough to make it to the state championship in 2014 and, and lost to a good Maribel program uh, that's been successful for many, many years. And, uh, you know, a great group of kids, great character kids uh, were in the program at that time and still are in the program at that time. And, uh, you know, those guys really – and kind of willed themselves back to the state championship. But we're probably more of a talented team with guys like Van Jefferson uh, on the team the year that we uh, lost in overtime to Maryville in 2014. But that the group the next year uh, was uh, led by Chris Rowland, who's now in the practice squad with the Falcons. And, uh, you know, those guys really made a determination as a team that, you know, they didn't want to be defined by losing in overtime the year before. They wanted to do whatever it took to get back and, and have a chance. And those were the guys that, that pushed us back over the hump and got us back to Cookville and uh, were able to knock off uh, a team that had won 44th Street. 
And speaking of big-time prospects, the current Ravenwood team is about to graduate a couple of those, Jake Brinningstool and Junior Colson, uh, both signing this week with Clemson and uh, Brinningstool to, Cl- to Clemson and Colson to Michigan. But there's still plenty of talent left at Ravenwood. Have you? I know this is uh, still a really new thing here, but have you had a chance to kind of get a lay of the land and, and see a little bit of what you're working with for next yeah, year? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you, know, you got guys like Miles Pollard uh, in the junior class that's, you know, offered by Alabama and a multitude of others at defensive back. And, you know, Lee Millette, I went to the basketball game the, the first day after being named the coach last Friday and went and watched them play hoops that night and got a chance to watch those guys run around and, and jump on the basketball court. And, you know, you're absolutely correct. You know, I mean, there's a lot of talented young men still on campus there. And, and uh, so, you know, Obviously, I'm taking over a program where the cupboard is not bare and excited to see, uh, you know, the steps that we can take. So what do the next several months look like for you and your team? I know you've got to obviously get your bearings and uh, get a staff in place and all that kind of stuff. But then then the yeah, off-season so, work so starts, we'll be, right? be on campus there in January. Uh and you know, start workouts with those guys, and already started the process of meeting with the current staff and, and seeing, you know, which of those guys want to, want to stay around and, and be involved, and identify what the needs are from a staffing standpoint. Uh, then you know, try to make decisions on you know, surrounding these young men with with the best you know men of character and best coaches that we possibly can. And then get back to work, you know, whether it be uh, you know modifying the offense and defense to, to fit more of my personality as a head coach and you know just get those guys back to work and try to uh, continue to to build great things uh, everyone's been successful in all sports you know, i believe it's you know three three state championships in a row in women's soccer and uh, you know there are opportunities there for us to continue that success really excited about playing in the new region seven six a uh summit replacing Dixon County in the old Region 6. And, and then the playoff road changes up a little bit. We now will be matched up with, with the Memphis area schools in the first round of the playoffs, uh, which is interesting because in the past, you know, that was a semifinal game. And, you know, we played Whitehaven two years in a row when, when I was the head coach there. But, but now those are going to be, uh, you know, the first, second, and, and quarterfinal rounds. So I think – Region 7, 6A has some of the best coaches in the state of Alabama, and those Friday night battles are going to be uh, awesome to be a part of. You mentioned it there, but you're a Williamson County guy jumping into this all-Williamson County league, Brentwood, Centennial, Franklin, Independence, Ravenwood Summit. What do you make of that challenge, and are you ready to, to take that on? Yeah, I mean, I'm very excited about it because uh, you know you're going to get a great brand of football every Friday night, and you know, I'm a big believer in giving these guys uh, the greatest high school experience that they can have, and you know playing each and every week uh, in a meaningful game. And you know once we can get past COVID-19 and get the student sections back to to what they've been, and you know some of the best high school football in the state of of Alabama's played right there in Williamson, in the state of Tennessee, I'm sorry, it's played right there in, in, in uh, Williamson County. And I think it starts with the student body. You know, the students love high school football. They love being involved and in, in getting out there and excited to see uh, what these new um, – challenges of Summit being in there with the Wade Twins and what they bring to the table coming off their 6A state championship. I mean, I really can't say enough about, you know, how exciting and how fun it's going to be to play in this league. And you mentioned the, the playoff road changing there a little bit in the first couple of rounds uh, with being matched up with the, with the Memphis schools and Whitehaven and all that. I know they didn't get a chance to play this season because of uh, COVID-19 and everything, but I guess is that going to make it a tougher road there in those first couple games in the playoffs? 
Absolutely. You know, you go from having to beat one of them one night uh, in a given 48 minutes to now having to play, you know, what could be couple of those guys so you know i have a lot of respect for coach salisbury and the program he's built at whitehaven over the years and you know, they're always a dominant force to be reckoned with and and now you got to be careful you know it's going to be that much more important to be a, a one or a two seed and get to host that first round game uh coming out of our league so that you don't have to travel and go into those hostile environments and then then you're going to turn around and have to possibly play another one in the second round depending on how it sorts out so going to be very exciting going to be very difficult i think it adds you know, a new dynamic to the situation uh, makes the road a little bit tougher for the schools out of the West. I think, you know, for a long time, the West was probably perceived as an easier route to the state finals as opposed to uh, the Oakland slash Maryville Invitational coming out of the East. Uh, but, you know, very excited to, to see what comes of the new setup. Well, there's no doubt that whoever emerges from Region 7-6A and gets through those first couple rounds is going to be battle-tested. So it should be... Should be fun to watch, and Coach, I think that's all I've got, unless there's anything else you'd like to add. No, nah, man, I appreciate it very much, and excited to be back, excited to be uh, in a region with a bunch of coaches that I respect, and excited for uh, this next chapter in my life. Well, thanks again for your time, Coach. That's been Ravenwood football coach, the new Ravenwood football coach, Will Hester. We appreciate him joining the Main Street Preps podcast today. And that will do it for today's episode. We will be back the week of December 28th for a special end-of-year show. Be sure to stay tuned for that. Until then, stay safe, Merry Christmas, and Happy Holidays.